Hey, Jeff. Hey, Kyle. What's shaking? Well, you know, I'm just enjoying this lovely weather we're having today in Hollywood. It's just a beautiful day. It really is. It's even like though, 72. Even though I almost got blown away. Was it windy here this morning? It's windy. Because last night I felt like I was back in Oklahoma. Because of where my room sits. It's at like the, the edge of a, the building. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoosh, came around. And yeah. I think this week actually on the weather app, it had a wind, one of those wind emoticons. <laughs> emoticons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be windy out there. Yes. Yeah. I don't know exactly what the difference is in how intense it has to be to deserve <laughs> that emoticon. What MP, what miles per hour? Right. Is like, is it five, seven, thirteen? They should yeah. have like a like a little map at the bottom. You know, like when you look at a map and you see the lines at the bottom is like a grid and it's like oh one inch is five miles or whatever. Right. They should have like. Like a key, oh, the key. Yes, the, the, yeah, the, the key. wind emoticon means yeah. between Or like have a windsock picture. Like the windsock's <laughs> only going to be like... Right, right. It's full on 180 degrees, like yeah. straight out. Or if it's like, just partly. Okay, it's windy as in I should stay in. Or it's windy like this is going to feel good. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. So I, I got I got dressed in layers today because wow. I was like I don't know what's gonna be what's gonna be, and then I, I get here, and it's even nicer. So, so uh, I think we talked about how Runyon Canyon's closed. Yes, we did. So I've been exploring new routes. Yeah. Uh, and this week I went uh, two ridges, I guess you would call it, over. Okay. Yeah. To the west. Uh, and found some new trails um, that are nice and uh, it's amazing like I didn't know that there were all these other trails in Hollywood that you can hike that aren't running Canyon other parks cool. um, yeah, it was pretty neat and people like live up there and stuff oh there's how you found houses and stuff yeah through there that'd be really cool to live it is really cool like they have a quiet peaceful place up in the mountains beautiful view mm -hmm. and yet half a mile from massive city life yeah you know so I mean you could have a relaxing peaceful home life in LA mm -hmm. and yet be you know less than a mile from the city did you have any cool like restaurant or eating experiences I, uh, I know we talked about food a lot last time I made burritos this week. What? I love burritos. So I did, I did, uh, this is funny that we have this food theme now. People, <laughs> people can start expecting a segment. I love food. It's going to be our food. Yes. Okay. So I did turkey, uh, ground turkey. A turkey burrito. I did a ground turkey in the pan, cooked okay. that up. Uh, and then, um, beans, can of beans, whatever. Of yeah. Yeah. Black like pinto, what? Cents. <laughs> Uh, I either do black or pinto. Okay. Um, I like both. Yeah. I think I did black in this case. Um, I got this seasoning from Whole Foods. It's called chili powder, and it's like five different seasonings that are mixed together. So good. If you're amateur and you just put it on, it makes it good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, I did grated cheese. And then there's this Texas salsa that's so good. Um, From Texas, or it's just called Texas salsa? Uh, 
don't know, okay. Okay. but if cool. it's, it, I think it's from Texas. Okay. And it's more expensive than your average salsa, and I don't get it all the time because it's a little, it's yeah. a little high end. Uh. But it's so good um, to put on the burrito. Yeah. And uh, then what I do, uh, you know, I roll it up and everything, and I put it in the frying pan, and then. Cool. So you make like a chimichanga. I don't know what that is. It's like a fried burrito. Okay, then yes. And I put the burrito in the frying pan on medium until each side is like a crispy brown. Oh, okay. So not a chimichanga. Chimichanga is like fried. And it like, does a few things. One, you're not gonna have the dripping, okay? It's like a wall barrier. Right. It melts the cheese. There's structural integrity it's in the It's structural burrito. integrity. It melts the cheese and all the stuff inside. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's so, good um actually that's how my mom used to make burritos when i was growing up she would get like the 9 by 13 pyrex dish mm -hmm. and she would make all the burritos and set them in there like someone would ch enchiladas but she wouldn't put sauce on them she would just put them in so that you would get the crisp and so when you when you handed out the burrito it wasn't like you you cut it and then it's like oh, it falls right, out right no there's it's just so good that way yeah i went to um we had a work thing where we went to lunch on Tuesday after a team meeting to Aroma Cafe in I think Studio City, Tahunga area. And um, I'd gotten coffee at this place before, but I hadn't sat down and ate there. And um, it was really good. Uh, their food was their food was nice. It's kind of like the presentation really cool when they bring out your food. But we had a waiter that was so this place first of all we had to get reservations for 10 people because you wait in line because there's lots of people it's kind of a it's in a nicer part of uh, studio city so there's it's lots of people there just coming for brunch and, and lunch and stuff and so you usually wait in line to get in so we called and made a reservation or i did i set up the reservation and uh, we go in and it's it's aroma cafe bistro or whatever i don't remember the name but it's got like on the sign it's got coffee the word coffee on it, so it's known for good coffee, good food, good pastries and stuff. So, excuse me, I'm going in like, I'm having coffee because I love coffee and this is a good place for that. So I go in with that intention. So we get the menu and I'm, the waiter comes around and said, oh, do you have a coffee? What kind of coffee do you have? Like, do you have like a menu or something that I can look at? Because we're sitting at the table. Oh, well we have like a coffee. He's not. English is not his first language, clearly. And he's like, oh, but we have like, and he starts listing off, we have like lattes and cappuccinos and I'm going, it's 2016 and I live in LA. I know what, co like, who doesn't know that coffee places have those things? Like, is this, do you think I'm, I'm, what, what, okay, cool. It's, I said, but like, okay, so do you have something I can look at right. like so that I don't just have to just wing it and guess what you have to offer and uh, I said oh we do, do you, no we don't have this basically like he can't help me with that so he tells me so I'm like okay normally I go I get espresso uh, I get an Americano or espresso or black coffee like I, I typically go that route I don't usually do lattes or cappuccinos so I said, well, so do you, you brew coffee, so what do you have as an option? Because if you go to some coffee places, they can do, they different, have different processes. They do the pour over, if they have a Chemex, or if they have a cold brew, they have different types of just black coffee. Different processes, different beans. You can really have a really unique experience depending on the place. 
and I wanted the unique experience at this place. This guy's like, so what kind of coffee do you brew? Oh, you know, it's just like coffee. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't even get an origin of a bean or like it's dark or it's light or anything. Like you can't even tell me like the name of it. Like, oh, it's whatever. So just give me an Americano then. Like, clearly you've deflated my excitement. I was excited, and now I just need the coffee because I'm done talking to you about what you offer. And so I got a double shot Americano, and it was good, but... So is this place like uh, uh like, so it's a cafe? They have breakfast, lunch, yes, dinner? Yes, yeah, their breakfast is until like 2 And it, does it feel kind of homey, like a... Like a I don't know, like a like a small business type cafe. No, it's in between that. It's like it's 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 run. You, you can tell like that they chain? have a lot of business. No, it's it's a it's a unique. It may be owned by someone who owns other restaurants, but it's unique in that. I think there may be only one other one. I mean, it seems like that issue. Do you feel like the coffee was kind of an important part of their business? Yes. I mean, it seems like that issue would be ironed out either through Yelp reviews or management right. feedback, but not to have a server who can't. I mean, that's like, how did they get to interview? How did they get hired? Right. I don't understand I mean, how. Uh, how do you get to that position where you are serving something and you don't even know? Right. It was just, it kind of, because I was excited because first off, I don't go out to lunch a lot with the group of people I work with because right. they're so busy but they're great people and I love hanging out with them and so I was excited that we're going to not only I'm not only going to get to do that at lunch but we're going to get to eat at this really cool place that comes highly recommended and the food was great I'm not and the coffee was good too but it was just like do you do was, Yelp reviews? no I don't probably should but. I don't do that many but um, it is amazing how sometimes management will interact with you I um Good and bad. I went to a um, I went to a Thai place, and it was just ridiculous service. I mean, just to the point where you're like, I would have rather fasted a meal <laughs> than to have dealt with this. Yeah. And you know, management messaged me back and wanted to fix it. And then I went to this brick oven pizza place, um, and I posted a review that was like, I just did four star, which it's above average, right. you know. Not five, but I was just like, this is a great place. This was really good. Um, and uh, the manager sent me a message and was like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Like, I want to send you a gift card. And he sent me a wow. gift card for $10. You know, that's true. Now that you mention that, that really does go a long way. Just the fact that they care. Like, whether or not they actually do anything. It goes a long way. I was at Starbucks today in Burbank. I was doing some, some prep work for uh, my job. And um, the, the manager, I, I have my Starbucks card. I, I get them sometimes as gifts, and so I use them on my phone. I load, load them up there. And uh, I was scanning it, and he said, oh, there weren't any rewards or anything on there that I needed to know about. No, and I said, no. Actually, funny story, my reward, I had a reward for, for the 11th of April, and I let it expire. That was when it was supposed to expire, and I forgot what day it was. I remembered on the 12th, of course. And so I didn't get my reward. And um, and I told him that. He's like, oh, you should have told me. I would have, whatever. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's my fault. I just, like, well, show me where it's expired and I can give you something. I'm like, it's okay. The app is already reloaded. It went away. Because I, I saw that I had a reward when I opened my app, but the app refreshed, of course, and it passed the date. So it didn't show, show on there. And I'm like, it's really okay. Like, 
well, if you stay around, just let me know. Like he, like it was like the fourth iteration of him trying to give me something. And I'm like, it's okay, wow. man. I appreciate that. But he, I could really tell like, man, this guy really does. How many Starbucks have I been to? Much less barely getting to a two-line dialogue with a person about just like, you know, hi, how are you today? Like, even that, much less, oh man, it expired? Let me help you out. No, it's really okay. Here, just show me something. I can I can give it to you, like, I, you know? And so, uh, it was just, it made me, it, even after the transaction was done, I, was, I had the thought, like, when that guy really does care. I wonder if he's a manager or something. Like, I don't normally have that thought. I'm usually, okay, the order got done, now I'm waiting on my coffee, but I actually had it. My brain was still thinking about, that guy's really nice. I'm grateful that he was so caring, even though I didn't get anything free out of it. And I wasn't really seeking that. I just needed my coffee to, to start my day. And uh, you just, know, it went a long way. One thing I love about the technology that's available today is how the intricacies of businesses are no longer secrets. They're made public. I mean, like you could go on and write a review and say, Ricky from Starbucks was so genuine, so caring, it's just so refreshing. I mean, these are the kind of things, the way that guy treated you, that can make or break yeah. the business. I and mean, I remember his name, his name was CJ. CJ, I mean, we're giving a shout, shout out to him right now. Yo, yo, CJ, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think it's really great, I mean, that, if I, if I had a small business, like a coffee shop, and one of the employees got written up in a Yelp review because he did outstanding work, uh, he would be rewarded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, you could tell, like, even as I was sitting there, like, how he was interacting with all the customers. That standard continued. It wasn't just me. Wow. But, yeah. It does go a long way. Yeah, you can tell if it's only you. Maybe the uh, lady behind the register wants your number. Right. If it's everyone, maybe it's just her being a wonderful person, you know? What was, uh, what were they, remember we were here the other day at the plaza and they were like, had a movie scene set up or something they were filming? Were you here? Or was I here? Okay. There is, there is production equipment out here. Dude, they do so much filming over here. This road, Franklin, was closed oh, today. You know what? Uh, a few days ago, they did the premiere here uh, for Captain America. All the, the whole Hollywood Boulevard was closed over here. And I walked down the street to go to an appointment I had. And walking down the sidewalk of Hollywood Boulevard, um, I, I was allowed to get... I mean, pedestrians were allowed to walk down the sidewalk, but they had entry and exit points uh, of metal detectors, you know, like they have at the oh, airport. Yeah. So you had to go through that. Um, and uh, they had police and everything, and it was like very secure. And I saw people like getting frustrated with this, like, mm -hmm. oh, I have to go through this just to get, and I'm thinking, this is a good thing. Yeah. Thank you. I said to the guy, I really appreciate what you're doing to keep yeah. us safe. Thank you, right? I mean, yeah. why are we upset? We pay taxes, yeah. they pay these people to protect us, they're doing their job, they yeah. think that this is a possibility of a bomb threat or a security issue. Great, protect us, thank you. Why is this a complaint now, <laughs> okay? You know? Yep. And we went to, uh, we went to, uh, you and I went to a live event last week. Yes, at the LA Coliseum. Yeah, and to get into that, they had 
one of those. We didn't walk through a metal detector, right. but they had the hand wand or whatever mm -hmm. where they check you. Yeah. And they look through the purses and yep. I honestly like I really appreciate that. Yeah, I do too. And you know, the only time that I really am like, uh oh, is if um, like I bring a um, my DSLR camera, my bigger camera, and they're like, mm, I can't really? Well, I mean, I, I'm always afraid. I, I haven't ever been told I can't, but I'm always afraid that they're gonna say you can't have video equipment, you can't have. So. I make this little thing that's really good with like oatmeal and peanut butter and cinnamon. It's so yummy, okay? And so I put a little bit of that in a small little container, like it's pretty small. Like you could almost touch your fingers around the container, it's okay. so small. Um, and so I put it in my bag um, because I had an international flight. And so I'm in the security and the guy opens the bag and he holds it up and he's like, he's like, what? No! You can't bring this on a plane. Yeah, three ounces or less. And I'm like, wow. I mean, like we've gotten to the point where oatmeal, peanut butter, and a small little container is a security threat. Wow. Like, it, I, I think that's an indication we need to clean up our culture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, my gosh. You know. Pretty intense. That's yeah. That's another thing with flying in packages, like because when I fly, sometimes it's just for a weekend or like a short trip, and I I like to pack as minimal as minimal as possible. So if I don't have to have a carry on or have to have a check bag, I won't. And the um, the last trip I went on was like, well, do I want to carry this or not? Because would it get through? Because my shampoo can only be three ounces or less. Right, and, right. And it's like, who? I actually keep a travel size that I just fill up each time, so it's it's there in my in my in my stuff to whenever I do travel, I use it uh, with whatever shampoo's in there. But it's like, it's you have to think about stuff like that. Whereas if I could just take my normal shampoo and soap and just throw it in the bag, packing up would be a lot a lot less cumbersome. My but, least favorite thing. Uh, about the airport security. I, I even, this even, even is more of an issue for me than waiting in a long line, is taking your shoes off, okay, you're walking with your socks, and all the airport workers have their shoes on, right? So they're wearing their shoes around the place that you're walking in your socks. It's like, is this a sock zone where you've mopped and cleaned the floor and everyone's in socks? Or is this just a floor that's dirty where we have to walk in our socks? Well, if you're like, if you're wearing sandals and you have to keep walking barefoot. Yeah, I just... And then my annoying thing is you can take off your belts too. So it's like basically you get half undressed. Yeah. Shoes off, belt off, I take my sunglasses okay. out of my shirt. I went, like... I went to Mexico in December and, uh, and I, was, I was with my wife we're in the line and we get to uh it's like they have like a few checkpoints now so like the first checkpoint now is like uh they look at your tickets and your id and then you get in the line right so we get there and i get some random selection for um a special <laughs> no thank you <laughs> thank god no for a special entry okay oh, now okay. uh i actually looked it up after the fact um, which I'll get to in a second, but so I go in this special entry 
and there's like no line where I go. And I just go all the way, don't have to take my shoes off, don't have to do anything. Just walk through one of those metal detectors super fast. And my wife's like, uh, in this long line, goes through all the stuff. So I look up online, um, not because of this, but because I'm currently investing in an airline stock. So I look up like, what's the issue with this? And what happened is uh, the airline industry did this to uh, decrease costs, expedite the security process, and they did it where uh, you pay a fee and uh, they, they do all this background check and all these things on you and you get this advanced security pass at the airport for an expedited process. Well, it didn't go over well. People didn't buy into it. Of course not. And TSA, TSA had reduced, significantly reduced their personnel nationwide because of this rollout. They thought, oh, we're not getting all these TA. Well, it didn't go over well. So now they're way understaffed at all these airports. That's why the security lines are so long now. And so what they're doing to try and compensate for this huge error is they're having um, these random selections of people. I'm doing my fingers in the quote. <laughs> random. Yes, random selection of people where they'll just put them in that line to try to expedite the line because it's so backed up. Yeah, wow. So what they intended to, to help make money be more efficient. Yeah, it was going to be a huge cost. It's now free. <laughs> <laughs> so now they've still allowed it and it's free. So it was going to be a cost saver, a time saver. And in theory, I think it's a good idea. Like, I would pay, if I traveled a lot, I'd pay a little fee to be able to expedite the line. That's cool. But didn't go over well. So now the line's backed up and they don't have the GSA agent number that they need yeah. to service all these people. Flying is, I enjoy the travel, I enjoy traveling, but man, you know, the airport's just, you know, not the best Dude. place. I, I, I just think about the germs, and I think about, yeah. I love the moving walkways. Yes. Okay, I feel like I am so fast and cool when I'm on the moving I walk walkway. on them. I don't just sit on them. Dude, I, I walk, walk on them. I love the, the people that are next to the walkway walking and I'm on the walkway walking and I'm like, I'm so much more productive than you, <laughs> okay? I'm winning at life and you're not. This is how winning is. That's great that I have an hour, but to wait, I'm gonna get there before you. Yeah. One um, time, okay, so uh, coming back from, Chris, from Christmas, sp spending time with my family, I got bumped up to first class because of the snow problems. They were like, oh, we can get you on this flight. It's gonna go like, I was two days, delayed coming back but I got to go first class That's no, cool. no extra charge and so because it was first class I guess you get it rechecked bags you get all this cool stuff that's a new world for me because I'm <laughs> such a I'm such a peasant when I travel and um, so I'm traveling and I'm getting to there was a delay leaving uh, Houston I went from Arkansas to Houston and Houston to LA and there was a delay and so I'm running get off the tarmac because it was one of those smaller planes so you, had to, you were actually outside when you got off the plane and then you grab your bag and you go and I'm sprinting faster than I've ever sprinted to get to my flight and this lady bless her heart she's older and she wasn't wearing the best shoes for sprinting 
and she's carrying a bag and she's like I asked her I was like where are you headed as we're like running oh and we're on the same flight to get to and she's like tell him I'm on my way <laughs> when you get there because I was clearly gonna pass her and so I get there and uh, I get to this to the gate and there was such a delay that there was no worry about it at all because there was this huge line so I knew there was not gonna be a problem but I get up there and I look at my ticket and because I'm first class they had already called my group they were just starting to board and so I'm running there and I like kind of get like I'm gonna get in line and I'm like trying to get my bearings on where I'm at get my stuff together read get my composure because I've sprinted and I've got like, carrying all this stuff in the airport and it's like, oh, just get on the plane. I'm like, okay. So like, I walk right up. These people have been waiting for Lord knows how long to get on the plane. And I just run up and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get on. And then so I tell the, the lady scanning the tickets that I need to check my guitar. Because I, I got a guitar for Christmas. Thanks, Mom. And um, the lady is like, oh, you don't have to. Oh, you're first class. You don't have to valet your guitar. You can carry it on with you. I'm sitting here going, okay, I just had... A really awesome experience on the first flight here great seating cool like she brewed coffee for me like I had all these extra amenities I make it to my flight I walk straight on I get to carry my guitar on which I've never done I've traveled with the guitar multiple times and valeting a guitar because you don't want it thrown around underneath the plane it's imperative that you because you don't want your guitar broken how many luggage uh, luggage suitcases have I gone through with airports yeah. with them throwing it around I didn't have to valet it. I get on the plane, I'm like, well, oh, this is so easy. This is a little too easy. I'm, I'm concerned something bad is about to go wrong. And it, like, people that travel this way, it's like, man, I wish I had more money. I would travel like it's this amazing. all the time. Really, the lifestyle change. Did you it, see And it's just, it's, what's sad is it's just because you have money. Like, they, like even the, the security process, all that thing, like, yeah. you get treated completely differently just because, just because I, I put on Expedia or Orbitz or whatever that I want to pay for first class. That's all, I, that's all that you would have done differently to get that treatment. It's crazy. Did you see any celebrities? Yes. I actually flew on the plane right next to Scottie Pippen. That's pretty cool. Yep. Did you and I got a selfie with him. Even <laughs> though he may not have wanted it, I took it anyway. Hey, So that's cool. Uh, what is a tarmac? Tarmac, it's like the the um, runway, like that the area outside where the planes mm. are driving around and the soup, the luggage guys are, do, 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 oh, you know, okay. that's the that's the thing. So like it was so it was a smaller plane coming from Arkansas to Houston, and so when it instead of it having the the you know the remote the remote walkway that comes out and connects to the plane, yeah. you walk in that tunnel. It didn't have that. You just walk out of the plane down onto the concrete and then walk inside the airport. A couple. Uh things just came to my mind. I've been reading tons of airline news yeah. because of investing, so I'm so up on airlines right now. So, Weird. So this guy... That's, I mean, I wouldn't have thought that we were what? talking about this, and you're just, all of a sudden, you've studied up on it. It's weird. Well, the, uh, I know, it's cool when you don't plan what we're going to talk about, the <laughs> stuff that happens. It's just like, by the way, I've actually been researching that this week. Really? Because I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about what we were going to talk about. Okay, so... Um, First of all, United Airlines has a um, program. It's, a, it's a, where you pull up to the curb, and they will have uh, one of their staff meet you at the curb where you pull up, and will walk you all the way through the entire process with your bags, through security, 
get you on the plane, just expedited all the way through. Like, for example, let's say that you're um, a business traveler or something, you're flying into Singapore, you're not familiar with the airport, you need to connect to an important flight to Tokyo, and you're like, I, I don't know that airport. And you know, it can be like a little bit of an issue if you don't yeah. know the airport. You or do know this the service. Language. Yeah, you do this service, and it'll it'll just the person will be there to meet you and walk you all the way to your to your seat. It's that a, is a good thing. That's awesome. It is, and then um, okay, not a, on, on on another note. Um, there was this guy on a United flight, and he was um, he was uh, like getting into an argument with another guy and they were just like trash talking each other right <laughs> i mean saying offensive things but like you know just back and forth and the flight attendant came up and was like okay guys I need you to sit down it's time to get in your seats and like they just kept going next thing you know two guys with um they look like those vests that the people on the tarmac i'm using your word uh wear that direct the traffic those kind of like um reflector vest yeah, like two of those guys walk vest. up take the guy off the plane he's just he's off and somebody was videoing it on their phone so you can watch it of course um and then another incident way more intense uh plane in the air this guy walks up to the cockpit and yells isis and starts uh pulling on the cockpit door okay oh my goodness five Five passengers tackle him onto yes. the ground. Okay, the pilot lands at uh, an airport. You know, like uh, unexpected, quick. Uh -huh. This is the closest airport. Um, it was an international flight, so when they land, that country's police come, take this guy, uh, arrest him, um, and everything was fine. Good job, team. <laughs> Go them. That's how it should be done. Like, Dude, it was like he yelled. He yelled the words ISIS. Okay. He pulls on the cockpit door, and five passengers run up and tackle him. And boom, bam. That's awesome. I love stories like that. Heroic, you know. Yeah, great stories. Um, so, what is something that you're looking? What's the thing most? This week, what is the thing you're most looking forward to this next week? Is there something exciting happening, anything in the world of Jeff? Uh, what are you most looking forward to? And that's a lot of pressure. Pressure? pressure? Uh, well, let's see. Most looking forward to? It's Friday, so I have a day. <laughs> well, no, like, until next Friday, this week. Oh, our like, week is... Between podcasts, <laughs> okay? Okay, yes. Um, hanging out with uh, a couple friends tomorrow. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, honestly, like, our society is so busy and hectic with, like, you're always reading or watching something. Yeah. Whether, whether it's uh, a book or TV or you social too. media, yeah. it's always this, like, download of information. And to just get together with several friends uh, without any of that, it's just so relaxing. Yeah, you know? I agree. 
That's mean, cool. like, like my wife and I at night, we um, will uh, like just sit at the table for like an hour and just talk. Like yeah. we're not watching TV, we're not reading, we're not, you know, downloading, doing things on our phone, mm-hmm. you know. And so just like tomorrow there'll be four of us, and just to be able to like. Um, sit together and talk and have conversations it's like people have like replaced relationship like face-to-face talking time with with a post or a tweet or a like you know it doesn't replace it it's an illusion you're you're not maintaining a relationship with someone I mean if you haven't talked to someone on the phone in six months they're an acquaintance at best you know yeah. I mean, or in person, yeah. So yeah, or in person. My thing I'm most looking forward to is actually tonight. I have a show. I'm playing at Republic of Pi at eight o'clock, and I've been practicing some new material. I have two new songs I'm going to sing. I just wrote in the last month or two that uh, I'm going to unveil, and I got a few new covers. That I'm how much? Ex- of how much? What percentage of your excitement is? That they give you a meal and coffee. Pretty high. <laughs> I love free stuff. I love free food. And it's so good. Like it's Have you good. already been thinking what you're going to get? Yeah, I already know. What are you getting? Turkey chili pot pie. No with, what beverage? Uh, with a coconut milk uh, latte. Decaf. So good. That's totally how I am, too. I would be so, like, for the week until my gig, I would be like, okay, let's see. If I have this for lunch, then I'll probably get that for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah. what beverage I'm gonna But get. I mean, I enjoy, I, I mean, I would, I enjoy playing there. So I'm excited about that. I'm not excited more about the, the pie and coffee, but I am, I'm pretty excited about getting to have that too. But um, it's Neat. been, a, it's been a, like a month since I've played a live gig and just because I've been, been doing other things and uh, I've been practicing this week. I've had together. friends who play gigs like you. But I have never seen anyone who has such a loyal following at their gigs. Your whole posse comes yeah. out to support you yeah. they're, they're, all the time. It's unbelievable. They're stellar. Yeah. You know, they're it's like remarkable. that's like Grateful Dead fans. People will yes. people like make it their lifestyle to follow the Grateful Dead around town, and and it's unbelievable. Like yeah. every time I've been to your show, I have known like 15 people yeah because it's your posse they're awesome you know i love them all so much and some new people i've met people doing gigs there that have become part of the quote-unquote family uh so yeah i'm, I'm excited about that tonight uh, once we're we're done hanging out then i'm going to go prepare get some things in line uh, for that get, get excited so about that tonight. Now, there's another guy uh his name's kevin um, he's, he's not going to be joining me Okay, tonight. he's a really cool, funny yeah. guy. He's an actor in L.A. He can't not be funny. And I love when he plays with you. He plays the drums. He is awesome. Like, personally, he is one of my best friends. He's great. But he is also a fantastic drummer. Which like, is, bar none. That blows my mind. Yeah. Okay, if I was going to say in a pop quiz, does this guy play an instrument? First of all, I wouldn't even get to the question that says which one because I would go, no. <laughs> okay, like... Yeah, he's oozing with talent all over. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. He's just like, hey, do you want me to just like play with you? And I'm like, uh, okay. Like when people offer to play with you, 
either they can be really good or they, most of the time they're not that good and you have to be like nice about thanks but i'm gonna not use you well and, and he's just like we met up the first time we like we prepped for uh, practice for the, sh the show that he first show he played with me and it was just like hey you want me to just like do this I'm like yes that sounds great thank you like you're adding and it's like okay i'll just kind of do this and will that be will that work and you're like this guy like, well, see, I only know him through you, right? right? Like, we haven't gotten to the point where now we're friends outside of you, right. okay? But I like him. He's so funny. Yeah. And every time I've uh, hung out with him, he's just, like, so entertaining, you know? And so uh, when you told me that he played in your gig, my mind was having trouble processing yeah. how that would work because a lot of your songs, like you tell a story or you have a good message or there's some sort of like life implication and it's like wow this is a cool song and wow i can kind of relate to that too yeah. mm -hmm. um and like seeing him fit into that like <laughs> i just picture his he has silly a all his own yeah i just picture his silly like facial expressions and like <laughs> how is this gonna fit in with kyle's song you know yeah he's great but yeah he, he's just been really busy with stuff and i i, I knew that so i didn't even like tell him about the show is he going he may he may be there uh but and he may i have one next week that he may be a part of but it wasn't i didn't exclude him it was just i knew he was busy and i got busy to where i just i was doing good to prepare myself and so we just didn't get to meet up and so yeah it's just me and my guitar this to this this weekend uh with the, no the keyboard show. no keyboard. sometimes just, you do keyboard yeah I like the I just, keyboard. I felt like I've, it's going to be more intimate and stripped down. Tonight. When you play the guitar, I feel like you are like, um, I would say, like a Braveheart warrior, like no oh. shirt, like sword going out to battle. When you pull the keyboard out, I feel like you're putting on all this armor, the helmet, all these other weapons, the whip, and I'm like, oh, dude, this guy's next level. It's like a freaking <laughs> night, you know? Yeah, the piano, I'm stronger at the piano for sure. And I still, I'm still very much thinking piano when I, when I write or sing. Uh, uh, but I'm trying to get more versed in the guitar. I actually, these last two songs, these two new ones are, um, well, one of them for sure was written on, on a guitar. The other one, I adapted it to guitar. And then, uh, I've got a few covers that are definitely not performed by their uh, originating, originating artists on guitar, and so it's it's different, I'm taking a different spin on some things. One thing but it'll be that fun. is amazing about your music is not just that people come up after your shows and are like, that was good music, but they feel some sort of life impact. They feel yeah. like, wow, that really spoke to me, that song you wrote, or this really impacted me, or... Yeah. like. How can people that listen to our podcast that aren't local hear some of your songs that you've written so that they can see? Well, I'm working on that. Um, Do you have anything like I have a, a band online camp. Yeah. that they can... My website, kyleakinmusic.com, has that. And then my YouTube channel... I do some stuff there too, and you have to really just search for me on okay, YouTube. Okay, so my URL okay, is what's weird. the website? Uh, Kyle Aiken Music, K Y L E A K I N M U S I C dot com. Okay, and what's the YouTube channel? What would they type in YouTube? They just type my name, Kyle Aiken, Kyle K Y L E space Aiken A K I N. Yeah, and because they can hear my your URL, music. I'm not, I'm not, 
I don't, I'm not official enough. And some YouTube. of those are cover songs, but some are your original. Yeah, I have some on there. Um, but I'm working on, because it's been a year, over a year since I've put out any original material, like produced stuff. I had a friend in Oklahoma that produced some stuff, and I'm actually working on producing some more um, in, in the near future. Get, get that out there. Because, you know, my sound has changed. I've grown as a person and, and developed my craft a lot more. But what you're saying about the truth of music, and um, I think that I actually it was my last retweet on my uh, Twitter for my, my music, is an artist by the name of Tori Kelly said that uh, uh, truth is light and lies are dark and music is both. It's something like that about the fact that music, that when you're talking about has a, has a life lesson or has uh, an impact of, of, of life and, and sharing things and you know telling stories and, and, and making it personal and real um, that's the kind of music I gravitate towards personally when I listen to people is I don't necessarily I mean yeah you like the hook and you like the catchy stuff and everyone's heard that silly work song work 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 you know it, it gets in our a car driving by plays it and then it gets stuck in your head and yeah infectious music does sell clearly but I personally want what I do to outlive me and outlast me when I'm gone. I want it to have an impact and impact those that may have never seen me, may never experience a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me, but to go and like, you know, put it in, put it out there in the world and let it carry, let, let the truth be carried on outside of my efforts. And I want it to be a good message, and I want it to be encouraging and, and, and um, shine light on areas where it hasn't been shown or shine some more light where someone else has done the work to, to prepare the way. But that, that, that's, that's where I come from whenever I write music. Like, is this going to be, is this, is this truth? Is this real? Is this, is this impacting to me? Does this have, you know, that's, that's where I come from, and that's the kind of music I gravitate towards. So for you to say that, actually, I appreciate you saying that because... Um, that's what I strive for, is that it's, not only is it good quality, of course, you want to be excellent, you want to do things well, if you're going to be an artist, but at the same time, like, just because it's good doesn't mean it necessarily needs to be out there in the world, you know, like, there's, there's, there's great songs that are, I mean, there's, sorry, there's, there's popular songs out there that don't really have much substance going on, and, you know, yeah, you I, definitely I don't want to, I don't want to step into that. You definitely create art with purpose, and I think... You know, uh, looking at film is really obvious. You can go to a film where their sheer objective is to make a profit, and you realize they had this entertainment. They have this entertainment, but they have this entertainment, but it's uh, there's no purpose. There's no yeah. message. Yeah. How much time do we have right now? We just got a little bit more. Our, like our, a minute. Yeah. Probably okay. just wrap it up. Yeah. Um, but there's no purpose in the movies. Yeah. I love going to a movie where I'm entertained, but also I leave and I'm like reflecting on something. Yes. Like, that was awesome. It even, made an impact on you. Even yeah. if you don't agree with their message, yeah. just something that speaks to you. Yeah. You know? I'm, I echo that. I, Dude, I, maybe, we'll, maybe we should um, put one of your songs at the end of this um, or on another podcast where people can hear it, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, I'm all right. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. You got to get to your next thing. So, yeah. well, uh, we'll wrap it up. Talk for sure. We'll uh, we'll hopefully meet next week and continue this and yeah. have a good rest of the weekend and yeah. So, people that want to connect with us online, uh, yeah. What's your Twitter? 
my Twitter Facebook, is whatever uh, you want people to Kyle Aiken Music, yeah, on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, you can connect with me. Kyle Aiken Music on Instagram. And Facebook. Yeah. And I would prefer Twitter, which is Jeff underscore Pack. P A C K. J E F. All right. All right. Rock you guys on. have a good one. Bye. I just was doing things to sabotage what I felt like I should be doing. And um, it was like I was living one way, but inside living another. And so it was just like causing a lot of problems. And so this song came out of that um, that uh, point. It is entitled Dead Man Walking. A lot of times we can feel like we're, okay, I'm going to my job, or I'm doing this thing, but we just feel like we're just these zombies of sorts, like we're the walking dead, I guess. Great show, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's the name of the song, Dead Man Walking, and that's what it's, it's kind of what it's about. Here we go.